welcome everybody to season four. We're doing a little segment here called Navy Crimes. No, Flashpoints by Navy Times. That's what it's called? Yes, that's what we're calling the segment. Flashpoints by Navy Times. Flashpoints. So we're just going to read some headlines from Navy Times, our Navy's National Enquirer, if you will. (laughs) It's important to have your National Enquirer when you're out to sea. Yeah, um, it's a it's a newspaper that we have that kind of breaks down, um, you know, people that have been arrested. There's also some good information about paying benefits and what's going on in our Navy today. So we thought it would be a cool opportunity to bring it on our show. And we don't have their permission to do so. No, but they don't have permission to print shit. Why do I have permission to print shit? Yeah. Anyway, um, this article was posted today about 20 minutes ago, so it's fairly new. I have no idea what it is. I know. That's why I'm I'm about to tell you about it. Um, U.S. senators are are joining the push to prevent military suicide. What are they doing? Well, um, in Augusta, Maine, the Maine's U.S. senators have joined the push to prevent suicide among the members of the military. So... Last year, suicides increased by 15%. Wow. I mean, military-wide, so all of our branches. Branch-wide. Yeah, and what they're doing, what they want to do, is um, introduce the Save Our Service Members Act, and it, for short, SOS Act. SOS? Yeah, um, and, and, and basically, it would just direct the Pentagon to evaluate the effectiveness of suicide prevention efforts. And it would seek to improve data collection and cut down the red tape. So one of the things that um, the military is good about is putting up a lot of red tape between what you know, you know, what you need and what in your resource, right? right? Yeah, we have this resource available, but you have to do X, Y, Z, a lot of ton of paperwork and, um, you know, blood of a virgin, horses like, <laughs> and chickens. Yeah. Just, um, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff that you have to go through and what they want to do is kind of eliminate that red heat from the resources that we need. And um, that a lot of a lot of senators are on board with it. 30 senators have already got on board with it and the veterans of foreign wars and American Legion. Wow. I'm looking forward to this. So hopefully we'll have to watch the same old suicide training that we always watch maybe they'll up their game a little bit hey that's not a good thing to say why not no uh, because it doesn't work well i well and like what we have said um it's not that they need to up their game but the fact is is that they do the suicide training and it's the same thing every year that's what i meant okay it's the same damn thing every year yeah and it's obviously if suicides are going up Mm-hmm. Then I'm just it's time for somebody to re re uh, evaluate what they're doing. Yeah, and I like that it's SOS. We need to put out the SOS. That's pretty. That's a good acronym Save for our it. service members. Yeah, that's really good. And get to the root of this uh, disturbing trend. It know? is disturbing. Fifteen percent, and it, you know it's going it's going up. It keeps going up. It's been going up for years, but uh, I'm glad they finally trying to put their finger on it and get it get it fixed yeah and then they feel like by this act that cutting down the red tape that it'll help tackle this head-on you know and not just another training or another yeah. stand down where we say the same old things like it's a check in a box that's what it has become that's, unfortunately that's what it is yeah um and we need to get away from that because it's not a check in the box when you're talking about lives. Yeah, one life is too many, right? Yeah. Um, so hopefully this passes and we can start seeing it implemented in our military. And that is the flashpoints with the Navy Times. Thank you so much. You're a beautiful anchor woman, by the way. Yep. <laughs> you're a hard, beautiful anchor woman. I said, yep. Yeah, you agree. That's good. <laughs> Glad you agree. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. 
You can't censor me, baby. I'm retired. How long have you been in the Navy? I've been blaming life. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. We have 40 years of naval service. And each week we discuss a potpourri of topics, which we like to call smoke pit topics. These are real world topics that concern us, our marriage, and our Navy with a sailor twist. So join us each week as we dive into the deep end. Booyah! Hey everyone, welcome back to E14 Podcast. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. Before we get started, let me put out our disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of our own and not the United States Navy or our respective command. So take it or leave it. All right, go ahead. Hey, welcome everybody. Um, We got with us Brian Leva. Tell us a little about yourself, Brian. So I'm a wine one here at uh, PSNSMF at Everett. And well, Everett, Washington, been in for 13 years. Getting ready to hopefully move to more, but we'll see. Cool, man. Uh, so you said you're in Everett now, right? And I you're, am. You're, you're trying to get to Lamore. I mean, I got verbals to Lamore, so whenever. Oh, nice. Cool. Staying on the West Coast. On. That's not bad, man. Lamore's all right, nah. especially you'd be, you be with the squadron, right? Yeah, I'm going to the squadron. Uh, One thirty-seven, hopefully. So. Cool, man. So. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, man, kind of what you're into. So my big thing is, so yes, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of passionate about helping people in general before life really. So it started, let me just get into it. I guess it started at 16 when my best friend passed away. That was kind of my like, oh, damn, this life thing isn't easy. And then it kind of just evolved where recently I was overseas um, living in uh, Naples, Italy, my friend's husband had passed away. I was at his house when I get a phone call at two o'clock in the morning, letting, letting me know that my dad passed away from suicide. So yeah, it was one of those, I was already in recovery mode trying to deal with the emotions and pain that came from my friend passing away. Right. And then I get the call that my dad hung himself. Like, yeah, it was definitely an eye opening yeah, yeah, I mean, event. both of those events alone are enough to break a person, but yeah. to experience that together is got to be just un- unimaginable. So, uh, with your dad, how were you when uh, he passed away? Say that again. How old were you when your when your dad passed how, away? What? How old were you? Oh, I mean, it was just literally like two years ago. So, oh, wow, well, pretty recent. Or, yeah, yeah it, it was two thousand what nineteen. Yeah, it was absolutely like just still. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, so, my my dad passed away, but it was from natural causes, I guess, and, I, and that killed me. I couldn't imagine having to go through that knowing that, that he had committed suicide. That's gotta, that's gotta really jack with your head. It, it absolutely did. I mean, I think when you go through something like that, your support system is everything. And yeah. my fiance now wife was absolutely i mean she's fucking there's reasons she's a wife like she absolutely kept me sane um the people i work with were phenomenal are phenomenal um not just military leaders but just human beings in general yeah. and then yeah can imagine, um, i was gonna ask you how your how your command helped you go through that since it was two it, you know back-to-back events it so the whole the whole time, and I mean, I know mentioned it. I I'm blessed. I'm, I'm extremely lucky. I, I worked with a um, six fleet CMC CMC Gonzalez at the time, and I came to work because I didn't know what else to do. With, um, being right. a Navy single sailor at the time, like I came to work because that that's where is where I know to go. So I came to work, try to go through the routine. I'm not saying that I messed things up, but I definitely was not obviously focused. Yeah, yeah. couldn't be. Um, yeah, understandably. So like, yeah, caught that took away some of the responsibilities from me um i went through and it was interesting for me to see that so we tell people go to chat go to the chaplain talk mm-hmm. to the chaplain so mm-hmm. i did right. i went knocked on his door and he said he was busy Ooh. so i walked away and it took cmc's phone call to go hey no he needs to see you now and and interesting when we talk about people you know and telling them 
when you're not in that right state of mind, we have to look out for each other. And yeah. I mean, that's what he did. Like, no, this is a, you no, know, do it now. Yeah. Um, so I did what I was supposed to. I, I went through the checks. I've obviously gone through the trainings and, and know to go see Chaplin. And I, okay, cool. I walked away and uh, yeah. Sports Man, amazing. so, you know, the, the crazy thing about it is that you went right back to work and most people would be like, who would go back to yeah, work? Right. But when you're away from your family, that's all you have is yeah. your work family or your shipmates, right? That, I mean, that's where you felt most comfortable was at work. I didn't want to be alone. I was already yeah. at my friend's house. And I mean, I was there to dog sit. So that was important to me. So, I mean, it was important for him to take care of his dog. But yeah, you're right. It, when you're overseas, and, and I know we talk about the whole, the importance of it, the family and how we really do, we look out for each other. Like I yeah. said, overseas, there is no explaining this to people that I was never, and a big part of why my friend's passing hurt so much is I could never be alone yeah. during the holidays. My friend Devin, um, he made it a point, and I was lucky enough to station with him and his husband, um, Ryan Riley, he's an MC1 in Virginia. Um, I, I couldn't spend the holidays alone. It was like, no, you're coming over to my house and we're eating dinner. Like it was just us three. Okay. But the, the military family piece is massive for us. The sanity, the the connect, the connection that you get with people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So where where was uh where are you from originally? Um I'm originally from uh Los Angeles. Okay. So um first generation and i know it's to me it's extremely prideful I'm first generation mexican-american like knowing my parents struggle both my mom and my dad and what they went through to get here yeah mm-hmm. um, and to put me in a place that i'm in now it i'm, I'm blessed i'm yeah. extremely blessed oh yeah 100 percent. i mean the sacrifices that they had to make just to get you where you are is right. amazing um and yeah. to be a first generation mexican-american is a big deal and to join the military and right. all of that stuff, you know, so I know you're making them proud, but if you go and take us back to the, um, two years ago, uh, where were you stationed at, at that time? So I was at, um, what is it? Naval forces, Europe, Naval forces, uh, Africa slash six fleet and Naples, Italy. Yeah. So an amazing command, like was my first, really my first short duty overseas was, phenomenal but the people there i just ran into um commander hostetter one other um working at the flight uh in the office and it was just i don't know it's different the, the connections that you make over there i like it i miss it yeah i think because nobody has their family over there so right. you know it's like everybody has to hold on to each other just to keep each other sane because you're all overseas together yep. so that you know I can understand how um, you can miss that camaraderie. It's a different level of tightness overseas, yeah, it right? Yes. And when people talk about the, us being away, I mean, you get to see the importance of what we do on a global scale being overseas from right. a different, it just gives you a different aspect of it where, I don't know, I like it, I miss it. <laughs> Um, so at, at this point in your career, at the two years that you're at, or two years ago that you're at, um, two heavy, heavy, heavy hits on your psyche and your, your mental uh, capabilities. You know, you talked about not being able to, to do your work or concentrate on that. Um, and then going to the chaplain, what other steps did you take towards recovery or, or getting through it? Seeking counseling. And then finding the right counseling, I think, was something that even now, I I know going back is, is, is important. I need to because I realized I still need to talk to somebody. But mm-hmm. definitely um, our, our psychologist that I, I would go see. And I mean, our, our chaplain was phenomenal. Um, but definitely seeking mental health and, and making it a point to every month going to see them. And it was no question asked by the chain of command. Um, so it's one big piece that I, that I do push. And I mean, here in my command, I'm the suicide or one of the suicide prevention coordinators. So I make it a point to talk to people and letting them know, like, go, go seek it. And if you ish, if you have issues seeking it, please let me know. Be, I, I haven't ran into it. I, I really am lucky. And we're at a, we're at a command that's very supportive of that. But, um, 
I know the stigma can be a problem for some people and I don't care. I, I have no issues talking to leadership and I haven't seen it. So I'm not, I don't want to go into the negative piece of it, but breaking the stigma of seeking help is important because I, I mean, I lived it. I'm still living with it day to day. Um, my wife has gone through her pieces with it and learning from her. So, yeah. So counseling was massive for me. Um, I mean, just the connection we have with people understand, try to understand the entire situation, knowing that we talk about the holidays and yeah, that, that could be hard, but for me personally, um, February, March timeframe are difficult because that's my friend's anniversary from his passing, uh, two of my friends anniversary from his passing and my dad's. So I expect that. And then you roll right into father's day, all time frames that. I, I know, mm-hmm. I just know it's going to suck and yeah. it's fine. Like I'll randomly be watching a show and I'll just start crying and I'm okay with it. Like, I don't, okay, cool. I feel like crying. You know, yeah. we talk about it on the podcast a lot, how mental health, you can't see it. It's not like a broken bone. Right. And so when you tell someone, Hey, this time of the month or this month in particular, or this date is difficult, they don't see it from their eyes and they don't see you hurting or being, you know, no, it's the, uh, it's the invisible enemy, you know, because nobody else can see it. You can't see it. You just know it because you feel it. It's all in your feels. Right. And, and I know that the the military has gotten better. I mean, I'm about to, I'm pretty much retired now. So I did 26 years. And from when I came in, in the late nineties to now it's night and day. But it still hasn't, we still have a way to go to make it better because there's still people out there. Well, I don't, you know, it's not like you, like, like Jamie had it perfect, right? If, if they looked at her arm and saw that she was in a cast, they wouldn't ask her to pick nothing up, but she could be going through hell in her, in her mind. And they would still want her to freaking kick ass at work every day until, until they knew. And then even after they knew there's still some people like, uh, yeah, whatever. We still work today. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think most people would be like, you know, you need time, but there's still those assholes out there. That would be like, nah, no, we get to work, which is, that's where we need to get away from. So we've gotten better, but we still have a little ways to go. Right. And I think it's still understanding that we have a job to do, like even through what yeah. I was going through. Right. Yes. And, and that's why that's what takes so much toll on us is at the end of the day, we're, we're so big on mission. Got it. But in order to yeah. complete that mission, we need to be ready ourselves to be able to complete it and right. pick up. Let me see. I don't want to say this. Just support each other. It's, right. Um, knowing that. So my coworkers picked up a little bit while I was out, but it was an understanding and like, no problem. Got it. We got you. Right. Like, right. It, um, right. Right. But here's the deal, Brian. If, if, if we're jacked up, if the people doing the missions jacked up physically or mentally, the mission ain't getting done. Nope. Or, or it's, it's going to be done, done with mistakes, half-assed yep. with mistakes. Right. So that's why that shit's so important. And I think it's, like I said, they're getting it. I think we've come a long way and doing a lot better. I'm, I'm really happy with the progress, but we still have a ways to go. Well, and the, the problem is, is that each person individually handles it different. Yeah. So yeah. while you were able to go back to work and somewhat function and pick up some of the, the mission, there's others that cannot go back to work yeah. and cannot do not a single thing. And yep. that in therein lies the problem because there, people feel like, hey, are you scamming me? Because this other sailor was able to you at least show up and, you know, put on the uniform. And now you're yeah. saying you're laying in bed and, it, and it's it's different for everyone. It, I mean, you mentioned the, the invisible enemy where you just don't know. There's so many things that play into it. You never know what someone's going through is, is something I've definitely learning continuing to learn right. like i could be happy go lucky but you have no idea what is really going on at home or right. friends going through a divorce like why talking to our sailors talking being open and honest and building that trust not just as sailors as people is generally giving up like caring about them right like this isn't just a check on the box how are you doing like no how are you actually doing um I mean, I, I know I talk about it openly and I'll let people know, like expect things from this time frame for me to be difficult. So just, I'm not saying cut me slack, but just know that 
I'm working through it. <laughs> like, right. How long did it take you to be able to act to talk about it openly with others? Not too long, to be honest with you. So, um, so a couple of months. I mean, everybody in my actual chain knew. Um, it, it was extremely refreshing for. So Admiral Frank Ketty made it a point to talk to me when I got back from leave and going to bury my dad, and like generally caring. So I think that helped a lot. Um, I actually talked at one of our uh, Sailor 360 events, and I just cried in front of a lot of people at our Sailor 360 event, which is pretty decent size Yeah, back in pre-COVID days where we can actually gather in groups. And for me, yes, it hurts to talk about it. It is a little bit painful, but at the same time, I would rather me cry in front of people, letting them know, hey, it's fine. Like, you're going to go through stuff. So it, it didn't take too long. It was definitely a couple of months, maybe six months for me to openly talk about it. And I mentioned her, but my mom being okay, all things considered, was huge for me. Wow. Like, she, her, being strong for me. And I know that that's what it was. I mean, mothers are moms and they do what they do. Um, but she, she was strong a lot because of me. And that's the reason I was okay. If, if she wasn't fine, I would have gone home. I would have took an extended time or asked for it. So yeah, definitely not too long. You know, it always amazes me is that something that would floor or damn near kill someone, um, another person can take that and turn it into helping other people. And that's what you're, you're doing by speaking out on it. And I think we should go into, you know, what you're doing nowadays, but the fact, just the simple fact that you could take that situation and turn it into, let me help you because I've been through it speaks volumes about you. Yeah. Definitely, because they have when you're talking to these people and you're helping these other people out, it, 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 it just it's good to know you're speaking from experience, mm-hmm. right? Not from theory, not from yeah. book knowledge. You speaking it from what you dealt with not that long ago. I mean, I try to make it a point to listen to people. Um, yeah. I know um, I literally have my notes from um, Big Pond Smith and him and the uh, sergeant major did a, did a talk maybe a month ago on suicide prevention and mental health and, and seeing their keynotes and just learning from people um, and learning from everybody, not just, I mean, yes, it's senior leadership, but in general, you can learn a lot from people by just talking to them. Um, I think one thing I love about what we do is the diversity is, is yeah. the, you get people from all walks of life. When I think about them, still one of my, my first command where I had my best friends from, Georgia, my other friend was from Michigan. Here I am, a kid from Cali. Like, what? I never been to college. But this is pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, All walks of life. Yeah. So, you want to get into your super fan? Uh, yeah. First of all, um, did we mention the Raiders? No, I oh, try to. I try to forget. Not, not <laughs> I try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> did we no. mention those guys? <laughs> no. So first of all, can you just describe what a super fan is? So I don't necessarily like the term super fan. It's just, it's, it's a way for me to show my fandom. Um, there's, I mean, we're known for it. I know in the Raider fan base, we're, we're definitely known for our unique way of expressing our love for our team. Um, so that, that's what it is to me is, I mean, there, there there's people that have come before me that have done it that I'm learning from just generally good people. Um, we yeah, just had yeah. violator inducted into the fans hall of fame, gorilla Rillas. Yeah. We, we have a lot of fans that are, that are known for dressing up. So, uh, with, I saw the Dobie Jones mask and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Squid being obviously a little homage to what we do. Yep. And then I, I, I was like, all right, cool. Let me do this. So it definitely started off as just me being a fan of my football team. Mm-hmm. And then with life happening, it kind of grew into, oh, I have a purpose behind this now. I can do something. Um, yes, I'm going to be a I'm still Raider fan. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm checking the time right now. Like, oh, my game's coming on soon. Um, <laughs> we won't keep you. So, no, don't, don't worry about it. I promise you. I, 
I don't need that. You talk about stress. I don't need that stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it just grew from there. Um, my first game was in London, actually, when I dressed up. I, I went to the London Seahawks, so yeah. the Raiders game yeah. in London. Yep. That didn't go well for us. But then I went back the second year, and we beat up on the, the Bears. That was fun. Um, and it just grew from that. Uh, yeah. Definitely a passion. Um, I have a full-blown – I know you guys have seen it. or So a lot of advocacy with suicide prevention, mental health. I have gotten phone calls from people asking i've only i've done it a few times where i was asked to talk to somebody down a little bit mm. and that's a scary feeling yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're at least i mean i appreciate the more advanced heads up like hey you might need to talk this person down so i called the hotline the suicide prevention hotline the 1-800-273-8255 uh, uh, i called them and just told them hey i'm fine i just need to prepare to talk to somebody how do right. i just to get myself in a, in a better yeah, place yeah, to be ready. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine how scary that is because you're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say? You what gotta, if I say yeah, the wrong thing? You got to get your head in the game before you do yeah. something like that. That's like life and death, you know? So so just so everybody, our listeners know uh, that Brian put on that that uh, mask. So it's Davy Jones. Like if you watch Pirates of the uh, yeah. Caribbean, that type of mask. And it's really cool. It's, it's real to life. It's really cool. And I've seen you on Facebook, Brian. Like I look at, I've, I've Facebook yeah. stalked the hell out of yeah, you, right? Yeah, we've, we've yep. stalked you. And that's fine. And I, I see you with the Raider with the mask on, with the David Jones mask on, holding up a sign. It's okay to not to be okay. Like reassuring people, just because. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's okay yeah, not it, to it, be. It, and, and as a Raiders fan, you get that. You understand because it's you know it's the Raiders, yeah. right? Well, yeah, I'm fucking rough. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take the legit. I mean, it's rough. No, no, no but, but how did you spend that? How did you spend, um, you know, just your love for the team and then yeah. dressing up and going to just support your team to so, mental health and helping? It, so that word was something that stuck out in, in the post talks for people or the day of. Uh, someone told me that, like, it's fine. And it hit, it, it just stuck. And, it, and I know something that you hear with mental health, suicide prevention. And I was like, I don't know, it, it, the key word that stuck with me, and I've been using it with that. I have, um, I think a lot of it is, I mean, clearly I, I love my team. I'm a huge Raider fan. It's stressful. The move to Vegas, all that good jazz. Yeah, yeah. They got a badass I'm not going to get in. Yeah. It, oh, I walked in. I sat there like a little kid. Just looked up. <laughs> I, I literally was frozen. Like I, I made it. Yeah. Um, but for so long for me, uh, remembering my loved ones has been what drives me. Yeah. You talk about um, remembering who you are and at the core of it, like we're people. I briefly mentioned it, but my best friend's killing when, so he was, my friend Eddie passed away when I was 16. He was mm -hmm. killed yep. the wrong place at the wrong time. He came into my house the night before he passed away and said, do you want to go out? And I said, no. So those memories they're stuck with me it's something yeah. i carry with me and i clearly wear my heart on my sleeve like i want to remember them and yeah. use their memory to feel my just to feel me in general when I, when I have a rough time like well i'm still here so right. i better make the most of it and right. um, the my wife um she pushed me to change I, I talked a lot about the negative side of it and and i don't she brought it out that I don't bring them up in, in a good light as much as I should. Um, it's still painful. And I got that. So that's kind of where it all evolved is the, um, well, uh, here I am. I have a, a platform. People know who I am and some people do. I'm going to continue to grow it. Uh, clearly with work, I don't make it to as much as I would like to, but I mean, it is what it is. We have, here in Everett, I mean, the reason I have my place is because there's a rate of bar down the street for me. I knew that before I got here. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Seeking it out. Look, I know where the rate of bars are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talking to people, convenience. So, I spent five years in Everett. And uh, where, where's, what's the name of the Raiders bar? Is that what's called? Heroes. The Raiders bar? Oh, Heroes. No, it's called Peebo's. Oh, 
Peebos, okay. Peebos and Everett. We have Peebos. Okay. There's a place in Buffalo, Wild Wings, at Meeper, and then there's a place in T- uh, Tacoma, Tammy's mm-hmm. in Tacoma that mm-hmm. we go to. Okay. Have so, you yeah, reached what? star status yet? Like when you walk into the stadium, everyone's like, oh, there he is, the squid, the Raider squid's here. I mean, I don't think so. It, I definitely get stopped with pictures and stuff, but oh, yeah. it's part of it. it it's, it's definitely half of the – I've only been to Vegas one – or I went twice. I went last year even though we weren't allowed in. Um, But I'm not going to say star status, but definitely when you wear the amount of stuff that I do, I have a long – I like a, you guys have seen it, the trench coat. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a – it's a full-blown, like, gloves. I don't normally drink when I'm in all my gear just because of – I don't, one, I don't want to make an ass of myself. And two, <laughs> I mean, it, it's so hot. And when oh, I put yeah. on all the stuff, like I have a little fan, like I try to be cool. But oh, it, it's, wow, I didn't think about that being hot yeah, and yeah. wearing it the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. like in Vegas. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's well, definitely a, but that, so that, talk about, I, mean, I like the connection that we have with being a Raider fan is. Yeah. Everyone at the tailgate was hero, have water, have food. And and they would do that to anybody, not just me. In general, in particular, mm-hmm. if you sit there and have a conversation, they don't care who you are, what you do. Like, cool, you're wearing silver and black, we got you. Even if you're not. Um, there was a Dolphins yeah. fan that I was there with um, that I met. And they took care of him. We're going to give you a little bit of a hard time wearing opposing colors, but... They didn't whip his I ass? They didn't whip his ass? Playfully joking, uh, joking yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, expected. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, 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 yeah. But all, yeah. all in good nature. Like it, it's so. I was talking about the super fan piece. Um, hate, hate the team, not the fan. Right, and, and that's right. something that. So there's a group called Elite Super Fans, where a lot of us try to do that. And I know with the Raiders, we can have a bad stigma for some reason from our past. I don't understand it. Because I know if I see it, a lot of us are nipping it, like yeah. give each other a hag or, you know, a rough time, but still we're there to have fun. Right. Like mm-hmm. no, right. none of us, not that I know, none of us get paid for this. Like yeah, right. maybe gorillas and, you know, when you're up there on that superstar status, but I mean, that's through their own hard work, like their dedication to the team. Um, so yeah, Raider Squid definitely, I walk, it's, it's fun. And, and seeing kids' reactions to me is hilarious. I have stickers, I too. Yeah. It, oh, you have stickers? Yeah. I, so part of... Uh, let me see. Where is it at? Yep, wow. there it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that on your, on your, yeah. on your Facebook. To me, that's so star I, status. Yeah. You got your own sticker. Got your own damn sticker. So right. there's a guy go named... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Finish up. Um, so there's a guy named... We're part of the Boca Dios that makes these drawings. And I was like, well, perfect. Let me make some stickers. Yeah. Uh, stickers. I have patches. I don't, I mean, I probably need to get more, but, uh, so Bento Health, I know, I'd assume you guys have seen it. It's a, so this is the, my suicide prevention shirt. Wow. It says this, so it's got the lifeline. It's okay not to be okay. Break the stigma. Yeah. And then my logo that my cousin designed for me. And then on the back, it says, uh, supporting the fighters, marrying the survivors, honoring the falling, never even up Pope. So kind of a way for me to continue the tribute to my dad and yeah. in general people that we've lost due to mental health, due to a suicide. And yeah. Uh, and, and for everybody, listen, when I talk to Brian, I see a serious dude, right? He's pretty serious, but then he'll go and dress up like Davy Jones and go entertain kids and everybody else at a, at a ball game so that you have that other side of you too. And then, but you're doing it with a serious topic. Yes. So you're putting a playful spin, which is good because that's relatable to a serious topic. And I know that's not easy. I know it's not easy to dress up all the time and put on that face and we'll put on the. Especially not, being so close to it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I think that it helped. And part of what it's almost therapeutic for me. Yeah. I, I realized that it does does help myself with it. That not forgetting about my pain, but when you see a kid's face, and I'm going to get all reactions. I've seen it; it's hilarious. Kids either love me or they hate. Me. And, <laughs> and then like the Santa Claus. Just, 
yeah, some kids <laughs> run away. They're, they're terrified. Like I've seen them scream bloody murder. It's funny. Sorry. But the <laughs> other kids will like embrace it and come up and it, it is fun. And it puts me out of my comfort zone. I'm really yeah. not the type as much as I talk in front of people and stuff, not that open. Like I, I don't, it forces me to be more open and to have, to be out there and, and try to do stuff. So, and then I get to hide behind a mask. So yeah. it's kind of like a, I can hide my own, like, Oh, this is awkward. But nobody can see your awkwardness. Yeah, on your exactly. Face. Right. You got this, you're sweating your ass off, but you got a mask. Oh on. yeah. <laughs> I can't so see how, anything. Like, right. Right. How busy do you, you stay with the Raider squid persona? It, it, I mean, Sundays, depending on if I make it to the, I, I try to jump around and go to different bars. Yeah. But it just depends. I mean, last year, it, it almost is like work, to be honest with you, sometimes. Right. Like, I, right. I was at the, yeah, I was out there last year and it was, I was inside taking a break and they're like, yeah, they need you outside. Fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. It, it, it definitely takes like a, I have to prepare for it. Like, it, right. I can put on the mask here. That's easy. But going out, it, it really is a persona like, all right, cool. Let me, let me put, bring him out, bring out. I've taken in, I mean, talk about him squid to, to on hikes and stuff like that, just for fun. So you went on hikes with that stuff on. I mean, I just take it for the picture. I'm not going to go hike. Oh, okay. I was going to say, damn. No, no. Man. <laughs> yeah, that was, nah. no. <laughs> you know, I could I totally see. see you growing this, um, Brian, into like speaking to students, you know, at schools and, and stuff like that, like really speaking out. Um, and using your your platform, like you right. said, to help other people. Is that kind of where you're going with this? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Um, I So I've got 13 going on. I got like seven more to go, maybe, if, they, if, if the Navy lets me. So I'm just starting school, going to some kind of sociology, psychology degree to grow this, to get educated as well. Yeah, but I don't I don't know what the end goal is. I know it's definitely in some form of assistance with mental health in that area. But I'm not opposed to it. That idea has came up going out and talking to kids. And but yes, I know the importance of it in high school. It's because my trauma wasn't in high school. It was more post is when Mm -hmm. the age group I'd be looking at. But. Um. Yeah, I haven't I haven't thought that far yet. I still have some time in the Navy, and hopefully, pushing towards. I realized I kind of want to go. Not even kind of. I, I I want to go command route if if I'm lucky enough to do it. Um, seeing the importance of how much one man can make, one person can make. He he could go from reading an email about a tragedy in the area to stepping outside that office and just interacting with people and his presence in the room. So I'm talking about CMC Gonzalez makes the difference in people. Like he was just uplifting. He was absolutely blessed to have seen and worked with him to watch him do what he does. And it it definitely influenced me. Like I I want to go to man if if yeah. it's in the books, great. If not, well, got to make sure first. We'll figure that part out. Yeah, yeah uh, he's an amazing person, man. After yeah. we talked with him, I was like, well, he I'm made, just he the made, most motivated guy. He made me want to take on Al-Qaeda by myself. <laughs> motivated the hell out of me. Yeah, he. And just, yeah. So working directly for him, with him, and then um, his wife being phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. nothing but. Mm-hmm love for for christina and, and she taught me a lot too um both of them have so not just on a navy leadership piece just the human being piece yep. and so definitely if if, if i can go command I, I would like to um i kind of care about people just a little bit yeah not just a so being admin obviously i get to work with a lot of people but breaking out of my comfort zone and going out and mm-hmm. actually talking to them so, uh, I know, uh, CMC or not CMC, Big Pond mentioned it. So, did, uh, Sergeant Major, the importance of the good mornings, the genuine good mornings. Mm-hmm. When you say good morning, how are you doing? And they respond with a 
like BS answer or a like something mm-hmm. not okay. Mm-hmm. Ask about that. Yeah. Ask about that. Good morning. Like, uh, I, I try to make it a point to actually ask. Just see how people are doing. Yeah. yeah. Instead of know. just taking, I'm good, and yep. you move on, move along. Yeah. You know right. what is good? Are you you know what's going on? How was your weekend? What'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. Oh, we I think so- I think what you're doing is great, man. I can't. It's outside the box box thinking that I like. And I think you were thinking outside the box when you did this. You're already a Raiders fan. You know, you couldn't help that, unfortunately. So <laughs> I'm joking. So, but you put nah. the Davy Jones, connected that to the Navy, and and you're, you're just raising people's spirits, man. I, I, you don't know how many lives you might have helped. It's all incalculable, right? You can't calculate how many lives you've helped by what you do. But I guarantee you're helping people out by doing that. And I think putting the information out there was important to me. Yeah. The, yes, mm-hmm. I sell the shirts for 20 bucks, but I don't, I just donated and it's not to, I just donated $100 to the hotline. Right. Because I'm not in this to make any money. It, it absolutely is not a, right. it, I could be, don't get me wrong, I could use the extra money, but I don't need it. And yeah. knowing that my dad taught me to just the importance of like, you know, working hard and, um, treating people with respect. Um, one big thing that he would do was he would give, uh, so in LA, you have a lot of vendors selling stuff on the freeway. So oranges and probably some of the best oranges I've ever had, to be honest with you, but he would give them water, rarely give them money, but he would give them water. He'd give them soda, things like that and give him back. So it's something that, well, it's what my dad taught me. So let wow. me continue to do it. That's cool. Ooh, puppy. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's she's uh guest starring guest appearing yeah but you know just speaking about your dad he seemed like you know he understood the the uh, he understood people and i can see that in you yep. you understand people and the importance of giving them what they need not what they necessarily want or you know what but but being there as the ear to hear or the the shoulder to cry on or just that guy that says that holds a sign on the side of the road that says hey it's okay not to be okay yeah. you know what i mean right. that's that's your dad living through you and that is something so special because not a lot of people really have the heart for that you know yeah that's true yeah y'all love people and that's special cuz especially in these days we live in so where can people like reach out to you at, or do you, you say you sell t-shirts and donate to the suicide hotline. So what, what's some resources? So, I mean, the easiest one is Facebook, but even that I deleted Facebook from my phone. Um, after watching, um, so, uh, what is it called? Oh, the show on Netflix, social media dilemma or something like that, where mm-hmm. you yeah. get an amazing documentary and it shows you, how social media can impact us negatively. Like, right, obviously, it's a, great, it's, it's a great platform. Absolutely. But the amount of information that you get because of it at times can be overwhelming. So not to knock on Facebook, but I just, for my personal mental health, I had to delete Facebook from my phone. Like I still yeah. use it, but yeah. deleted it from my phone. Um, so you can definitely find me on Facebook. Instagram is where a lot of the pictures and I try to make it a point at least Monday through Friday. Um, I'll find quotes, post the quotes. I mean, today it's game day, so you'll see some stuff about the game today, but um, Raider Squid on Facebook. Instagram name? Raider Squid. Raider underscore Squid. Raider underscore Squid. Okay. And your yeah. Facebook name? I think you can find me by Raider Squid, to be honest with you, but if not, Brian Leva, I know. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. What on my things we don't do. do show notes <laughs> we'll put it on our facebook that's what i meant when i say show notes i'm trying to be cool like everybody else they all got show notes i might try to eventually trademark it but at the same time i don't know if i need you um at least i know in the with the raider fans we kind of help each other and if there's more than one we try to say something mm-hmm. yeah so as of right now i'm the only one the davy jones mask if somebody else wants to, I'm not opposed to it. It just has to be a little bit different. Um, 
but yeah, Facebook, it's definitely Facebook and Instagram are the, the two biggest platforms that I use. Uh, and that goes directly to you. So like, let's say if someone um, did want you to, to speak to someone, you know, one of their family members or, um, you know, just wanted to speak to you about their own life. And that would be a good platform to get to you, right? To oh, message yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my phone doesn't go off. It, I mean... If you call me at one in the morning, it might take me a second to wake up, but yeah, we got um, yeah, yeah get, like, uh, so I have talked to people. Um, again, that that hotline wasn't just for me, it was also another situation where I had somebody in Tennessee say, Hey, how do you what resources are there here? I was like, I don't know, let me call the hotline, and they gave me resources. So the, the hotline itself could be a um, yes, great platform to cut, talk yourself down with just general information um, for mental health suicide um, resources. And for our, our sailors out there, our military members, what advice would you, you know, we all are dealing with something, um, you know, maybe not similar, but we all have those heavy things and being away from home. What advice would you give to them, to your service brothers and sisters um about dealing with mental health be open about it. It, it it is uncomfortable that is and i know it i mean going through it it's not comfortable to openly talk about it at times but letting leadership know what's going on and if you feel like you're not getting the support you need from your direct leadership i'm not advocating for going around them which that's the reason there is cmc's command senior chiefs in billets talking to them if if you don't have that trust which i mean i, I would hope that you do with your opos and your, and your chiefs um but being open about it understanding things um again understanding that yes we have a job to do and we would hope that people don't joke about it but if you're having a rough time say something about it seek the help and know that the help is there it should be um judge free but like you said there's there's still people out there that judge it there's still people out there that think people are using it to skin the system yeah but i'm not the one to make that judge that call i'd rather deal with five cases or ten cases of people saying they're skimming it than miss that one person that actually needed it and mm -hmm. i judged mm -hmm. them for it right i'm not having that on my conscience i don't get paid enough to make those decisions no you're damn right yeah <laughs> like yeah I'm, I'm so definitely being open about it. Um, just generally like, talking to people, it, actually getting what a concept, actually getting to know your people, know yourself, right. know your leadership, know what triggers them. Like for me, I mean, I, I know the time frame. Right, right. So, yeah, I think that would be it, would be the just being open about it. Before we go, I, I just want to hit something. It made me think about my dad when he yep. died. And he was young. He died of an aneurysm at 43. So i tell you what got me, what triggered me was there's this damn country song, man, by Conway Twitty. It's called That's My Job, talking about his daddy. I'd be Ooh. driving to work, and that song would come on the radio. And it was always, because it's an old song, so it come on like I have like an old country station on or whatever. And I would, I'd, I'd ball like a baby the whole way to work. That there is. I get it when you say there's a trigger. Because when that song came on, that would trigger trigger. I mean, it's, it triggered me now. If I heard, mm -hmm. I guarantee, if I heard that song now, it would it would it would affect me a certain way. And it's not that it gets easier. You you learn to deal with it, or you 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 teach yourself to deal with it, or you do what you got to do to deal with it to carry on to the next day. It's not that it gets easier. Nothing gets easier. Loss is not easy. Mm -hmm. But as a human being, being you learn how to to teach yourself, to train yourself, to live with it. You live with it. You don't beat it. Right. A hundred percent. Um, yeah. but I like, couldn't agree more it was a little like peace post thing on Facebook that someone mentioned the old man deals with grief and he talks exactly about that understanding that it comes in waves. Yeah. And at times, like right when it happens, those waves could come frequently right after another, like it's a constant, but as time goes on, it'll come in, in waves. It'll be longer spread apart or random things will come up. And right. it, it's fine to be overwhelmed. As weird as that sounds, like take it like when it when I feel like crying, cool. I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to ball out. I'm going to cry for a few minutes. 
take a deep breath and get over it. Like right. not get over it, but accept that it's part of the process. Right. Carry on. And, everybody's, and right. everybody's process is different. And I think yes. I know Rick mentioned it earlier is just because that's mine. That doesn't mean that's everybody else's. Right. And that's what makes it difficult. Um, right. Everybody grieves differently. Everybody handles stress, in different situations. And that's what makes it so hard. It isn't a cookie cutter. It can't be a cookie cutter thing. Mm. You can't just say, boom, this is how you deal with mental health. Can't do it. Right. We're all unique. Yeah. Yep. And thanks so much for coming yeah, on. It, this is really was something that we needed to hear, I think, because you sharing your story, like we mentioned before, is um it's hard for you but you you took a negative or you know a very very bad thing and you turned it into helping others and i think that this podcast will get out there to the right people that need to hear it yeah man you're uh you're a beautiful soul man and keep doing what you're doing keep keep charging and keep bucking for chief you're gonna pick it up man and uh and don't don't stop the fight keep going i appreciate it i know this is definitely a I don't openly talk too much about Navy because I mean, try to be somewhat private, but this was definitely amazing being able to correlate it to actual, to us, to the sailors, like to anybody yeah. that's listening, but we're going to understand more than anybody what unique challenges we face. So having this platform definitely is amazing. Appreciate what you guys do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So with that, we'll wish you fair winds and following seas.